And then I started to have health problems when I was around 15 or 16. And it started with all this gut stuff, right? A lot of gut dysbiosis and it was affecting my mood and affecting all these things. So from high school, I was really interested in holistic health. How are my actions really affecting me internally? And so that just kept me going. You know, I got into massage therapy and therapeutic body work. Eventually I started to study Eastern philosophy, a lot of Tai Chi, Qigong, yoga practices, all of that stuff, uh, traditional Chinese medicine, and always throughout this whole journey, years and years and years of journeying, breath work was always kind of on the periphery, right? What if you, with purpose and mindfulness, decided to surround yourself with positivity? What if you walked away from negative energy? What if you were constantly the positive energy in every room you walked into until it became so contagious that you positively impacted everyone around you? How would that impact your life? You're listening to Compassionate Mindfulness with Xenia the podcast that will inspire you to use your story to change the world. Thanks for tuning in to Compassionate Mindfulness with Xenia. This is your host, Tanya Monuma. I'm so grateful to have you here with me today. If you haven't done so already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you get any value at all out of the content, go ahead and share it with a friend or two, which will allow for more people to join the conversation. And I would really appreciate that. As you may know, my mission is to be a part of the biggest rise in human transformation and consciousness our world has ever seen. And I want you to be a part of it too. All right. So as part of this season of awareness, today's guest reminds us to pay closer attention to our breath. I actually sat down in a couple of her sessions and she is so amazing at what she does. She goes into detail about how we basically need to relearn how to breathe. Tara Bianca has been a holistic health practitioner for almost 20 years. She is the owner of Be Light Transformative Therapy, a now fully online holistic health company specializing in therapeutic breathwork, bodywork, mindset, and sound healing. Her primary focus is on educating and coaching people to change the quality of their breathing in order to powerfully improve the quality of their lives. She is passionate about building a global community that is dedicated to achieving optimal health and wellness for people and for the planet in the most holistic way possible. Tara is currently offering a four-week breath boot camp self-paced online course that is set to launch on this September 14th, 2022, and you don't want to miss it. Check out the links in the description and let's get to my conversation with Tara Bianca. Tara, again, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me on, Tanya. I'm excited to be here. Of course. You specialize in therapeutic breathwork and mindset coaching. 
Right. And I got introduced to you through a mutual friend of ours, Lisa Virtue, who runs this amazing platform of female mentors. And I was instantly drawn to your work um, because you were you were so articulate in um, explaining how powerful the breath is. And I find there's such a a link between our services. So I, I said, I have to have this girl on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm so excited to be here. Even from talking to you, Tanya, the few times before this, before this meeting, I feel such a connection to you also. And I agree the work completely complements each other for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I find that when we have those little instincts of connection, we have to act on them because sometimes we get shy or we like, Oh, they're not going to want to talk to me. And <laughs> You know what I mean? And, and then it's when like you actually, you're in high school again. Yeah. You know, like that inner child always comes through and you have to kind of silence it and say, no, could you step aside, please? I, yes. I, I want to do this. <laughs> and then when you actually do it, it usually almost always ends up being a nice connection. So thank you for, uh, for being here. Absolutely. Can you walk us through your journey and what led you to this amazing path and uh, this work that you do? Yeah. You know, I think it goes back to the beginning, quite honestly, you know, it's, uh, this is going to maybe sound a little bit dramatic, but it's like, you're born, right? <laughs> and then from day one, you know, even like that birth is like an initial trauma. It's like such a huge experience bringing yourself into this world. And then as you go through childhood, there's just little things happen to you, you know, little T traumas and big T traumas happen to you and they start to shape you. And at this age, I really feel like those drive you down a particular pathway, right? They really set the tone for what your journey is going to be for the rest of your life. So little things were happening to me and I kept getting pushed down this path. Um, and so my, my journey onto holistic health really started with nutrition first, right? There were some health issues in the family and we were always looking at food as medicine. If something was going on, how can we make changes in our health uh, by changing what we're eating, right? In your so family I, already, you had that awareness? Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So we started off with that pretty young. You know, I had a really good impression of, okay, food is the medicine. So what, what, how is my external environment affecting my internal environment? You know, and I really got that impression pretty young. And then I came from a pretty athletic family. My father was a coach and a gym teacher. So I'd say, and I was a dancer from a very young age. So I'd say movement and nutrition were my first pathways onto this idea of holistic health, or how can we look at the body in sort of this three-dimensional or even four-dimensional way? How are we interacting with our environment? And then I started to have health problems when I was around 15 or 16. And it started with all this gut stuff, right? A lot of gut dysbiosis. And it was affecting my mood and affecting all these things. So from high school, I was really interested in holistic health. How are my actions really affecting me internally? And so that just kept me going. You know, I got into massage therapy and therapeutic body work. Eventually I started to study Eastern philosophy, a lot of Tai Chi, Qigong, yoga practices, all of that stuff, uh, traditional Chinese medicine. And always throughout this whole journey, years and years and years of journeying, breathwork was always kind of on the periphery, right? You know, it kept like leaking in in different ways from the outside in, uh, you know, if Tai Chi teachers and yoga teachers would always be talking about the breath, but it was very vague and kind of ambiguous. And I just felt like, oh, this is so important, but what is actually happening here? And eventually my curiosity just overtook the challenge of finding a teacher. And I started to ask more questions and really find someone who could guide me. So my first leg into breath work was much more using the breath for sort of 
uh, psycho-spiritual alignment. It was much more geared towards working on the emotional body, dealing with the subconscious wounds that so many of us dealing with, deal with, dealing with those little T traumas and those big T traumas. How can we use the breath as a vector to start processing past trauma and past wounds? And so that's how I originally got into breath work. And I was working with clients more from that space. And now I've come kind of full circle again in teaching online back to my original roots of working on the very physical, physiological body. And, it, and it's all connected, you know? It's just like, we keep circling around. It's like, sometimes I'm more focused on the emotional body, sometimes more on the spiritual body, and sometimes more on the physical body. So now I think at this point, I'm back to really working with people on the true physiological functioning of their body. But from that space of working on the physical body, how then does that affect your emotional state? How does that affect your mental state? How does that affect your ability to focus, your mood, how you interact with the people around you, et cetera, et cetera? How do you show up in life, right? How are you presenting yourself to the world? How does this, um, what actions does this spark you to take? Does this cause you to stay coward in a corner and not make decisions, being indecisive, being afraid to take action? Or does this really help you to step into a place of leadership and really show up fully in life? And I feel like at this point in my journey, after studying all these things, I just feel like the breath is so primary, so foundational to everything else that we do. You know, Tanya, we breathe maybe 20,000 times per day. And the human body cannot go more than a few minutes without taking a breath. It is so critical to everything else that we do. You cannot do anything else in your life until you are taking a look and investigating your breathing. It's yeah. everything. It's the center of everything. Yeah. I want to go back to you. You're saying that um, you had become ill um, and it was all stomach issues and stuff like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Would you say that the breath work kind of it definitely took a, a big uh, part of the healing? such you, a big part yeah. yeah would you say that that is the the sole cause or would it be also your your um eating patterns and stuff like that definitely not you know i always think that everyone is so by individual and there's so many factors affecting us all day so many different stimuli affecting us all day and it's never like the one thing that's going to cure it you know i see a lot of people in this health and wellness space sharing their stories which are beautiful of triumphing over you know challenges and they tend to hone in on that one thing, like this thing cured everything. I'm not that person. <laughs> I'm very aware that uh, I am attracted to certain self-care modalities or certain therapies at specific times in my life, because that's what I need at that moment. I either need yeah. to learn a lesson there, or that's what's working well at that point. But I'm also aware that this thing is probably not going to be the thing I'm focused on forever and ever and ever as I evolve the things that I'm attracted to evolve and the things that are going to serve me best are going to evolve. And so right now I'm just so honed in on the breath work because, you know, my body has changed. I'm not, I'm a little bit older now I'm evolving and I'm less, uh, I'm just less physical than I used to be. I'm much more into this energetic space and the spiritual space. And I like sort of the etherealness, the sort of transientness of the breath, right? It, it relates to me more in terms of where I am intellectually and spiritually right now. And I just get such a huge effect from it yeah. because, because it treats so many different things. I'm not going to say it's the cure for everything, but it does have such a powerful effect on how we digest our food. It does have such a powerful effect on how deeply we sleep at night. It does have such a powerful effect on our immune response, how we recover. And again, how we are relating to the people in our lives. What is our communication like? What is our ability to focus? So because it has such a diverse um, set of uses, right? 
everyone needs it. Everyone, everyone, anyone who chooses to focus on their breathing, even for a few moments is going to get some benefit. benefit Maybe it's right. not the end all and be all. Maybe it's not the cure all. Maybe it's not the only thing you need, but there will never be a deficit from focusing a little bit more on your breathing. Absolutely. And I love that. I love that answer. And it's kind of the one that I wanted you to, <laughs> to have for me because um, you know, even in my program, we focus on a holistic and you saying holistic. Um, it's one of the reasons why I know I was attracted to you as well, because uh, we understand that it's not one thing that will cure all. You have to be aligned in so many different ways in your life. Mm -hmm. And the, I think it starts with the breath. Mm -hmm. So um, like you say, you, when you're born, it's a, and it'll carry until you're, you, you pass to the yeah. next, you know, that's the only thing that's going to follow you for the rest of your life. Your looks right. will go, will diminish your, you know, your heart might fluctuate it, but your, your brain, your, your breath will always be there. So yeah. yeah thank beautiful. you for that answer. Yeah. From the first breath to the last. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's kind of phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Would you be able to walk us through, um, a little bit of some kind of, um, what you do? So an example of what you do, could you work on me uh, for maybe two minutes or. Yeah. How much time do we have? Can we do like three to five minutes? Yeah. Whatever you want. And whatever then you your want. audience can also participate when they exactly. listen to this. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I always think the easiest way, Tanya, is to just practice with down regulating the nervous system, right? Really slowing down the breath and deepening it. So if you'll indulge me, we'll just spend maybe three to five minutes. And the first cadence I always introduce to people because it's so functional for so many different things is what we call a four, six cadence. So we're just going to, it's so simple, right? Breathing is so simple. We don't have to complicate it. That's yeah. the beautiful thing. It's so accessible and simple. We're just going to be breathing in for four and out for six for the next few minutes. But here's the rules for everyone listening. So as you're going through your breath work, I'm going to ask that you breathe exclusively in and out through your nose. And I don't want you to think about breathing in as much as you can and breathing out as much as you can. I want you to think about keeping the breath as quiet and easy and effortless as possible. It's just flowing like a wave in and out of your body. So Tanya, if you want me to guide you through this, I'm going to ask you just to take a nice, comfortable, upright posture. And when you're feeling comfortable and safe, you can go ahead and close your eyes. Good. And with your eyes closed, I want you just to gently think about slightly elongating your spine. So imagine you have a string attached to the crown of your head that is gently pulling you up towards the ceiling. And I want you to feel your hips getting very heavy and dropping toward the earth. So you feel your spine gently elongating in both directions. You are upright, you are fully supported, and yet you have flexibility. You're allowing all of your muscles to melt around that supportive spine, everything getting heavy toward the earth, really allowing your shoulders to drop away from your ears. And then I want you just to focus in on this quiet, gentle breathing, bringing all of your attention to your nose and very slowly and gently drawing that breath into the nose, feeling it coming deep into the lungs, and then very slowly and gently allowing that breath to leave the nose without resistance, just letting it fall passively out of the body. And you're very slowly and gently allowing this breath to softly and quietly come into the nose. And then you're very softly and quietly allowing the breath to leave your nose. 
And now I'm going to add in a little bit of a cadence for you, keeping the breath quiet, easy, and gentle. We're going to be breathing in for four and out for six. I'm going to count for you the whole time. Here we go. Breathing in, two, three, four, and out, two, three, four, five, six, and in, two, four, and out, two, three, four, five, six, and in, two, three, four, and out, two, three, four, five, six, and in, two, three, four, and out, two, three, four, five, six, and in, two, three, four, and out, two, three, four, five, six, and in, two, three, four, and out, two, four, five, six, and in, two, three, four, and out, two, three, four, five, six, and in, two, three, four, and out, two, three, four, five, six, and in, two, three, four, and out, two, three, four, five, six, and in, two, three, four, and out, two, three, four, five, six, and in, two, three, four, and out, two, four, five, six, and in, two, three, four, and out, two, three, four, five, six, and in, two, three, four, and out, two, three, four, five, six, and in, two, three, four, and out, two, four, five, six, and in, two, three, four, and out, two, three, four, five, six, and in, two, three, four, and out, two, three, four, five, six, last time, in, two, three, four, and out, two, three, four, five, six. And just pause for a second with your eyes closed and allow your breath to re-regulate to whatever feels comfortable for you, whatever feels comfortable for your breath. And with your eyes closed, just taking a few moments, taking a few breaths to just notice what is different in your body. What is different in your experience of the world right now? What has shifted physiologically? What's the condition of your emotional state in this moment? What is the condition of your mental state in this moment? And has anything changed since we first began this breath cadence just, just about four minutes ago? And then whenever you feel ready, you can start to wake yourself up, move in any way you need to, stretch in any way you need to. 
And when you're absolutely ready, you can open your eyes nice and wide and bring yourself back into this space, into this present moment. Thank you. Thank you. I always feel a sense of calm when you ask those questions. It's like the only thing I can think of is calm, you know, a sense of peace. Wow. And then the cadence of my breath, you kind of just, um, for me, I was always a bad breather. Like that's one of the reasons why I really wanted to get into meditation. I just felt like I would hold it in a lot, mm -hmm. you know, based on the emotions probably or whatever's going on. But mm -hmm. these kinds of exercises allow to remember mm -hmm. the breath and yeah you know be one with it is yeah. there a reason why the exhale should be longer it's not a should thing right so there's a lot of different breath practices and why are there so many because each style of breathing is designed has the intention to spark a specific physiological reaction or to create a specific mental or emotional state so we have breath cadences for more upregulation right to prepare us to do more strenuous work or to create more focus and then we also have breath cadences that are about down regulating the nervous system that tends to be more of my focus because a lot of people come to me with chronic stress chronic anxiety and they're stuck up here all day in this frantic state with a lot of mental chatter and they don't know how to practice relaxing you know even if they have a silent moment during their day they don't know they don't have the tools to know okay what can i do to really nourish my nervous system right now so for this particular cadence of the four six whenever we inhale it just slightly more stimulates a sympathetic response in the body. Your inhale is more associated with a fight or flight response because of how we're wired. When we exhale, that is the relaxation component of your breathing. Yeah, that is the part that, it. yeah, really yeah. stimulates the vagus nerve and it really downregulates the nervous system and brings you more into rest and digest. So whenever we slightly elongate the exhale, we're indulging more in that rest and relaxation mode into that rest and digest mode. We're favoring a parasympathetic dominance in the body. Yeah. So then what would be the application for this? Something like a four, six cadence, which is so easy for people to do, right? It's really a tool that they can take with them anywhere. Anytime you encounter a big stressor in your day and you're just like, oh my God, I don't, I need a moment, right? You just go sit somewhere, close your eyes, calm yourself down, four, six, breathing for three to five minutes, just calm yourself down. Perfect after a workout. So anyone who's doing exercise regularly, you know, when you normally take 10 or 15 minutes to stretch at the end of your workout, you just incorporate maybe three to five minutes of this four, six cadence. It really helps to get your nervous system back into a down-regulated state. And then the other recommendation is right before sleep. So at you, you've already done everything. You're in your bed, you're under the covers take five minutes to start to lull yourself into that sleep state so that you can get into deeper, better recovery sleep uh, throughout the night. Yeah. Thank you for explaining it that way. Cause I was going to also ask when should you kind of do these things? And mm -hmm. um, that's perfect. And I kind of intuitively um, tell people every time I do meditations, I, I always tell them make the exhale longer. Mm -hmm. I think it's because naturally you kind of feel the release. It's almost like your, your breath is saying, Oh, yeah like universe take care of whatever is coming yeah. out you know yeah so that's great could you tell us uh, i know the breath work is is the powerful modality in mindfulness um because when you do breath work you're very mindful um of your environment of the sounds around you of your breath yeah. do you uh, practice any other mindfulness modalities 
Yeah. So, you know, as I was saying earlier, it's like different modalities for different times in your life, right? So mostly right now I do mostly the breath work is my primary focus. I, um, I really am missing right now my Qigong and Tai Chi practice. You know, for me, um, I do a little like asana practice. I have a yoga practice that I do, but it's not quite the same. And so I actually miss my Qigong practice. I don't have a teacher right now and I'm forgetting a lot of the nuances and details, but that's actually my favorite breath movement practice. I find that when I'm doing Qigong or Tai Chi, I'm completely out of my mental body. I'm totally focused on what I'm doing. And it's such a beautiful coordination of breath and movement that I just love. So that's really my, probably my favorite mindful practice in movement. Um, and in terms of just more of a standard meditation, I, I mean, the breath has to come first for that too, right? If you can't get into the space, you can't do the meditation. So for me, my breath work is really my meditation. And then the other thing I play around with quite a bit these days is, you know, I'm an amateur musician and I love sound frequency and vibration. And I'm actually uh, a certified sound practitioner. And so I like to incorporate things like tuning forks and sound bowls. And I think like even a single frequency can be so powerful for, pers for a person. If it's the right frequency, it's just like that trigger that says, okay, time to relax time to get out of this mental chaos and bring it back to center, bring it back to your body, really get into the present moment. So I find that I do play around with tuning forks quite a bit or a sound bowl, just that sound and like the sound waves surrounding you really have a way of focusing the energy and yeah. getting you out of, out of this. <laughs> exactly. Out of your head. It's, it's amazing. Like I, I agree with all of that. Qigong is one of my favorites as well. We had a few um, guests um, on the other podcast, Mindful Mompreneur Moments that do sound healing. And mm -hmm. that is amazing as well. There's just yeah. a, like, it connects with your whole body, you know, each, each sound that you hear. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, all of those are, are awesome. I encourage mm -hmm. our listeners to check them out, to check them out. Yeah. <laughs> good. Thank you so much, Tara. I mean, this was short, but sweet. Uh, oh, I'm perfect. hoping our audience gets uh, to do the exercise. You know, if you're not driving, please. Yeah, please don't do this while you're driving oh, or operating oh. any heavy equipment. Heavy equipment, exactly. <laughs> full disclosure. But uh, yeah, if you take the time to do this, it's amazing. Um, you want to plug in anything that you're doing now um, that you can promote, shamelessly promote promotion time <laughs> um yeah if you go to my website which maybe you can include in the show notes or something tanya it's be light with three t's so be lighttt.com i always have up a, a breath basics six day challenge which is a free six day challenge you get access to one 15 minute video each day i introduce a different breathing technique to you every day what it's about why it's important and how to do it. And we do like a little five minute practice every day. So it's very manageable to fit into a busy schedule. Um, and then I also offer private coaching and I also offer a four week breath boot camp, which just started, but um, I run it every one to two months. So anyone can jump in at any time. And all of that is on my website. That's amazing. I will definitely include that in the show notes. Uh, you are amazing. Thank you for all the work you do in the world. And thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It was a real pleasure. I appreciate it. Thank you. As always, I thank you for tuning in. These episodes are meant to be of massive value to you. And so I hope you got something out of it. And if you did, all I ask in return is for you to give it a little thumbs up, give it some love in the reviews, share with one or two friends who you know will benefit from hearing from this content. 
check out the links in the description. Continue to lead with empathy and I'll catch you on the next episode. Many blessings.